Welcome back to Pounding the Table, a podcast about the stock market, the art of options trading, and now we're even talking a little bit of crypto. On this episode, we'll be discussing the results from earnings last week, a deep dive into Facebook and their new plans for entering the metaverse, and a new mini monster. Drip on a honey, I say less this me. Y'all on level one, on level three. Pounding on the table for my team. Every night I flex, I'm making big moves. Ladies and gentlemen, goblins and ghouls, welcome back to episode 46 of Pounding the Table. It is Halloween weekend, so we got a spooky episode here for everyone today. What makes it spooky, you ask? Absolutely nothing. We just thought that'd be funny to say. Let's get into the weekly recap, Tony, brought to you by StockTwits. Let's do it, Avi. I mean, there were so many interesting things to talk about from those trending tickers this week. Of course, Shiba Inu is just, just the biggest Avi indicator of all the time. Doggy coins. I was screaming Shiba Inu, not because I thought of it. My doorman just kept talking about it. I was like, I love the doggy coins. So I did miss <laughs> out on that because I actually just didn't even know how to buy it. And I don't think I can here in New York, but I was able to buy Hawk, H-O-K-K. So I'm trying out the next doggy coin, see if uh, <laughs> we can make that one roof. Oh, man. Roof, yeah, roof. it's absolutely nuts. Like, like I saw it was like somebody bought eight thousand dollars worth of sheep and it's like four point or like five point four billion dollars today. It's it's insanity, right? Like he could never sell it for that much because he'd destroy the coin, whoever bought that. But yeah, I mean it's definitely been taking place all over the news like this week. My dad asked me to buy sheep, so that's I was not expecting that. I was not on my bingo card for this year. And so, of course, Tesla loosed a lot of EV news this week. Tesla had those earnings that, you know, people just continue to see that every quarter the company's EPS gets better, the company's deliveries gets better, the new legs start to grow more and more, new factories. And so Tesla is just continuing that beautiful squeeze. I wouldn't be surprised to see Musk do another split soon. I mean, I think that's like generally how you can lock in a lot of value, right? Because like those mm. cheaper shares, you know, people can buy more shares, they feel more invested. It just, helps to drive the narrative of like the stock up. And then of course you've got Lucid. We've been talking about Lucid forever now. And they, you know, so many people were saying they weren't going to do deliveries. Here we <laughs> go. I think today is the day, right? They're starting to do deliveries. And of course the market likes EVs again now. And I think it's really cool to see that, you know, we've been talking about this name for such a long time and the deliveries are here. There's definitely not a Nikola roll the car down the hill situation. It was like up like 44% at one point. Um, getting a great reaction, but that was heavily just due to getting you know, this gamma squeeze and, and getting literally squeezed by so many shorts in that name. Another ticker that's kind of making a name for itself is ticker symbol BKKT. It's another cryptocurrency exchange. They just made a deal with MasterCard. So that kind of ripped last week. There's a lot of these popping up, right? I saw Voyager just made some big news with Mark Cuban. So they're going to give $100 to everyone that signs up in Bitcoin. So there's going to be a lot of rush. It's not just Coinbase anymore. I think there's a lot of these brokerages that will start popping up. Another news, another thing we did talk about last week, of course, was with Pinterest. They had that PayPal rumor that they were going to acquire them. Pinterest kind of dropped off the news that they said they're no longer looking at them 12%. So who knows, maybe they end up buying them for cheaper what they were looking at as well. Shop had a crazy breakout after reporting a miss. I joked on Twitter again, you know, you have a bad earnings, your stock rockets. If you have a good earnings, your stock, you know, you side with Twilio. Uh, obviously there's a lot of expenses within Twilio, but they just destroyed their earnings by 60 million. And of course they got to drop there. And I picked uh, some cheaper shares up because I, I believe in that one long term. Just to piggyback on that, I was shocked to see Twilio down so much. I mean, like they beat estimates just I think it was the guide 
And so, you know, and then, you know, person leaving. So thinking about all those things, like I, I would not be surprised to see Toyo get bought back up by that FinTwit love crowd and, and every fund who loves software and, and sees Toyo as like one of the non-super overvalued names. Um, and then I, I think it did start to rip like pretty hard. It was getting mentioned on CNBC and uh, other places on like, like I think 2%, Friday. I think. Back. Yeah, finally bounced back from like that 280. It went to 296. So like I thought it was going to rip to that 300, but it might do it next week. So let's definitely keep an eye on that one. And then you're just seeing all these other big names. It was the World Series of Earnings. You had Amazon, Apple both miss. You had Google and Microsoft both beat. I mean, I think Google and Microsoft probably put out the most consistently great like quarters. Alphabet jumped like 5% to like 29.24 and then 29.60 like on Friday. And so it's almost got a $2 trillion market cap. Microsoft rose 4% as well. So seeing those big names get so big, I mean, what's going to happen when these companies get to like 5 trillion? Like, are they going to just start buying countries? Like what, what's the next move here? <laughs> Probably. I mean, Microsoft, I saw that they kind of beat Apple for a second. I saw a, a tweet, some clickbait, you know, that came out because I think they beat their market cap for like five minutes or so. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting to see Microsoft. I mean, that, that's an older name as people think, kind of think of that as like the old corporate America, but they, mm-hmm. they just, they have to be like one of the best companies ever because they just continue to dominate. Every earnings. I'm like, yeah, every earnings. I'm like, oh gosh, Microsoft's so good. Every single time I see them just like dominate. That was one of my most famous tweets. It's like, you just go to sleep, put your money in Microsoft and wake up. And yeah, I mean, these, these, these companies good. like, you know, no one really has anything in, incredibly different to discuss with them. Right. Like we know so many of the things that they're doing. And if not, we all hear about it the first day it's out. Right. So we, we, these are like the most followed 50% of the NASDAQ pretty much companies. Right. So those are definitely on everyone's minds all the time. You may see a lot more trick or treaters out this year because Roblox shut down. I think it is still shut down as of this uh, recording here. Roblox, obviously, for those of you who don't know, it's this metaverse. You know, it's a game that a lot of children play. The parents may know about it because their credit cards keep getting swiped. But, you know, over 50% of their players are of the age of 13. Those 13-year-olds are, of course, going to grow. And I don't know if they'll grow out of that now. Maybe they advance into what we're going to be talking about here shortly into the Facebook metaverse. It's a really weird, crazy world that we're about to enter, folks. But it's it's happening. Even if you don't like it, it, it will be happening. It's coming. So, that they got 40 million people playing that daily. So that is a lot of children that will now be out there trick-or-treating. And then of course, Facebook, which we'll be diving deep here in today, they changed their name to Meta. I've been pounding the table and screaming that to you. And you said, why should we buy this right now? Because yeah. we have, you know, all these SPACs that we're ripping, which to your point, they definitely did. And, and you know, the opportunity costs there, but Facebook is just one of those names that I'm, I'm super excited about. And they are, are now fully transitioning here to Meta. So it's amazing. About, yeah. Yeah. So that wraps up here with the stocktwits.com kind of recap of the week. Again, stocktwits is a great place to talk stocks, crypto, and a whole lot more. So, Tony, before we dive in here to Facebook, I got to give my son, Riley, a little shout out here. <laughs> Dude, Riley's been crushing it. I got to tell him. Like, I mean, his MQ call, 25, 50, 31, 95, it literally went all the way up to, I think, 36 and then came back down, obviously ran way too much too fast. And then you've got Portillas here, which like I haven't even like I didn't even think about this. This stock, I didn't even know it existed at all, to be honest. And then Riley, you know, 26 to 42 off the IPO and came back down. So 
definitely a lot of cool names. Like we touched on Ion Q a couple of weeks ago, and that's been doing well since DSPAC. So it looks like a lot of those names that I think a lot of people were shying off for a good bit of the year. That one double. That went from 750 to 1504. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm pumped about that. I got the 2024s. That's up like 80% on my leaps. Let's there, go. So. Yeah. I mean, Let's Ion, try. I mean, this whole we we've always talked about like these big main trends and themes that we see coming, right? Like MQ is in so many of the different companies that we already talk about. And then also with that crypto exposure, and then you've got Ion Q, which is, I mean, if you think about what we're talking about mostly today, right, is like metaverse and, and, and all these cool things, there's going to be a lot of demand for computing and quantum computing. And so all these different things are just going to be perfectly hand in hand in the future. Let's get into the main pound of the week. Obviously, Facebook, we don't really talk too much about things, you know, inherently, we've, we've been trying to dive deep into a lot of these high growth names. But Facebook is something you obviously have to talk about. Everyone knows what Facebook was as a, as a social platform, right? And with the acquisitions of Instagram, one of the best acquisitions probably of all time, next to YouTube's right up there as well from Google, of course. But Instagram, WhatsApp, they created Messenger, right? So they've really been this social, more or less, type of a network. But a few years ago, they really started to get into a lot more, right? They did the Oculus acquisition, right? That's now getting into more AI and start kind of was that birth of the metaverse. Before we get into all of that, though, let's just take a quick snapshot of where Facebook sits today, right? They got a market cap of about $915 billion. Uh, current price sits at $323.57. They had a high of $384 and a low of $244. So that's when I was screaming. I was like, this is a gift from the gods right here, <laughs> getting Facebook in the 200s. And and I said, you know, in a few years, it'll get to 500, right? And so that's always kind of what we talk about from the opportunity cost. But within that opportunity cost, you got to look at the safety nets too. And Facebook, you know, I said this about Twilio, of course, though too, and then they dropped 17%. Facebook, you know, it's going to take an asteroid, I think, to drop them 15, 20% in a day. But you know, a lot of interesting stuff that they are transitioning into meta, right? The new ticker symbol is going to be, is it MVRS? Yeah, it's going to be MVRS. You did nail this, right? And this is just a company that was obviously, it looked like a sleeper for a little while, right? Like they had 98% of their, you know, rev coming from ads and it's all just like, nobody really likes Facebook anymore and all this ethical concerns, <laughs> morality around Facebook and them using your data, the whistleblowers. So Facebook's been getting already hammered so much. And I think this was a smart play by Zuck. I'm going to have to use my buddy Plant Math's tweet here to pretty much sum up how I feel about Facebook, even though I think it's a troll, but it's definitely how I actually feel. I will divest Facebook in the coming days and ad seller with regulatory risk isn't worth it, even at 20 times forward PE. I will be reinvesting the money in MRVS, an upstart metaverse company developing exciting new technology for digital worlds. This company should be worth 20 times forward sales. And it's like so funny because as much as like, <laughs> it's it's kind of hilarious to just consider that that's a real thing, right? Like that's how perception on investing is. But so many people who have been against Facebook morally, ethically, yeah. or whatever other reasons like are now investing in it because I, I do think this change is like a very, like, we're going to make it all like kind of together situation. But you always had that caveat of Facebook still being so centralized, right? And the whole point of all these different, you know, Web3 and crypto metaverse things that are coming out now is that decentralization. So I'm super curious to see how people like are going to respond to this in the next three to six months. Like, will we start using Facebook more because they added this new feature that makes like Facebook cool again, you know? And so mm -hmm. it's always a story of like, are they reinventing? Or are they just going to do that that next innovating on what's innovating? Yeah. I mean, it's funny you bring it up, right? Like you think of Facebook, it's always in the news. They're always in Congress. Like 
pretty sure Zuck has a, a separate house now in BC just to make it a little easier for himself. But despite all that, their total revenue is up 35%, $29 billion, right? Oculus revenue that we're going to be touching on here shortly, up 195%. Net income, $9.2 billion, up 17%. And even though you think that everyone's already on Facebook, like people are still coming on. The daily active users up 6%. Monthly active users also up 6%. That math probably checks out there. And like the reality is they're growing at 35% top line. So despite like this old, you know, antiquated business of ads that we think them they are, that business alone is already just an absolute growth monster within itself. And it's not easy to go up 35% in revenue once you're that high up, right? It's 100%. different than a, a growth stock making a million going to 1.35, right? <laughs> so yeah, and, and the biggest thing here, Avi, and like, I really want to touch on this, because it's a whole perception thing, right? Like, once you get to this size of a company, it's really hard to move the needle, right? Because if we're looking at Facebook, and it's called Facebook, and people are trading Facebook ticker symbol, all they think about is Facebook. And we have mm -hmm. this like natural dislike for Facebook. And, and so I think people like in general, like there's like this consensus about like, ah, like, I don't really like Facebook. But when you think about everything else they have under the umbrella, you do like those things, right? People do like Messenger. All over the world, people use Facebook Messenger because a lot of international people communicate on it. And if not, they definitely use WhatsApp, right? And like we talk on WhatsApp every day. And so do like tens of millions of people. Instagram was still one of the most downloaded apps in the world. Like top, I think it was literally like top two, top three just recently. And you've got all the other things that Facebook's now going to be starting to do with this metaverse play. Like, Avi, there's this picture that I like I sent to you, but if you think about, and this is just to prove that you were right, that Facebook had this 10-year roadmap like in 2016. And, it, and it's it is crazy to see because like when you see like how it transforms, you're really watching like that Apple computer go from that huge big back to on a stand to now in your hand kind of situation. It's three layers and they have like in the three to five year range. The first three year range, they have like just Facebook ecosystems, like growing the brand, like creating more and more users. And this was like back in 2016. And then with that, they're saying like in a couple of years, adding together, right? They added, they made Messenger a huge, its own app. They added uh, WhatsApp, Instagram, and you know, you got Facebook groups, you can do search, you have Facebook video. And so that was like their next layer that was starting to bring more of like the real world in and right, like connecting people in various ways that are either through video through messages internationally, right? And so like doing all those things set the stage for just content of like you and me or content of brands. Like people run Facebook ads as like a huge business model for them selling, you know, whatever products that they're selling. And so on the next level of this, and this is like where they're going towards like the next wave of stuff, right? Like you're looking here at the connectivity, AI and VR AR. So they're, they're listing drones, satellites, lasers, terrestrial solutions, telco infrastructure, free base. Like it's so many things. Solutions? Terrestri <laughs> terrestrial solutions. This AI is obviously a massive trend and, and Facebook is doing vision, language, reasoning, planning. And so they're trying to be this metaverse, right? They're really just like having all these different things that are under the bucket. And now it's cool because we don't just have to look at Facebook as Facebook. So it has all these different things that are within it. And then, of course, you've got this VR, AR, you've got mobile VR, you've got social VR, AR tech, Rift. And so you have not only the technologies that are going to be used with the products, going to be used within an ecosystem, which is Facebook, which is now Meta. So when you really realize that a company when it's as big as Facebook is or as big as Apple is, 
or as big as Google is or Microsoft, you have to rebrand and do different things, right? You know, Google changed itself to Alphabet because they have so many legs, right? YouTube is a massive business all of its own. You've got all these different Waymo. You've got a bunch of things that Google does. And so when you look at Google as just like Google, it's more susceptible to the ad pressure, like search history, like how many times people are using just Google. And so the perception is now that you know it has all these other things under it, it's called like, you know, it's called Alphabet. You know, it's this conglomerate of things, a conglomerate of tech companies that is basically just a brand that services users. And Facebook's trying to do that now and, and do Web3. So the only thing that I could see this like ever being a problem with, and it's also probably a solution is that it has a little bit more of this centralized feel, but eventually all these things that are decentralized will get so big that they have some sort of centralization and whether or not it becomes through the, all the users in the DAO or all the people who are, you know, part of the metaverse and they all vote collectively. But if you're using Facebook, I think Facebook's trying to be like another Ethereum. Like they're trying to be a layer one where they try to do Libra coin a couple of years ago. I think all that stuff's going to come back and they're just now ready, like you were saying, to use their ecosystem and then the products in that and then the technologies that are used for the products in that all together. Yeah, and I think it's important too. You saw obviously the, the news with Snapchat falling, right? All this like privacy. I came from this world with e-commerce and understanding all the GDPR compliance, California Protection Act. All of these people want this data, but Facebook is sitting on a wealth of first party data. So that is really important because they're not going to get hit as hard as some of these other companies that are out there. I think, you know, they, they already have data of billions of people of who they are, what types of things. And we'll get into this a little bit more in terms of like the, you know, customized ads and personalization that they'll be able to do. But, you know, coming back to that ad revenue, they're, they're an absolute beast. They are taking 23.8% of the total digital ad spend is directly into Facebook. So I don't think that's going to ever go away. But as we move into this, you know, new world, the metaverse that we're talking about, right? I like what they're doing with those Facebook groups. I think that's kind of an underrated element. This is your type of world, right? All these online communities, all these groups of people that are focused on us, whatever they like, you know, there's furries, there's, you know, people that may, you know, be Republican, Democrat, whatever it is, there's millions of these groups. I think there were 6 million people that are in environmental groups uh, within its own, at least one of those different groups, right? And so there are all these online communities. And as we're going to start talking about with the metaverse, you can now meet them in person, quote unquote, right? And so this is going to really start to take that new level of the things you love to talk about with like the DAOs and all these online communities. And think about going back to your, what you love with NFTs. Like it's more than just a cartoon. It is a community where people can discuss the cartoon. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and we were talking about this beforehand, Avi, and like now I'm just, let's just, let's just free flow the rest of this hundred percent. But if you kind of look right now and you kind of think, okay, Shopify, they're doing NFTs. They're trying to make a community of commerce, right? So Facebook is already just a community of commerce, of interacting, of, of just communications. And so basically crypto goes so deep right now, in terms of trying to get into this metaverse that they have all these different, and, and you probably do know some of these coins, like they have Sandbox, for example. So the biggest crypto project besides punks is definitely CyberKongs. And so basically they're one of the like OGs, like 200 almost ETH floor kind of situation, but they really like kind of made that a, a very mainstream thing, I think for a lot of people. So basically you go in Sandbox and it's, it is like this metaverse and people, you can literally go and hang out in there. And so a lot of these NFTs now create these things called voxels and they're your like your VX, your VX voxel. So it's like your character that is made up of like blocks is just like the way it is. It's like little cubes. 
but it's a sick character that is 3d and moves around and you can go and interact and like one of the projects i'm in is like uh bears deluxe like i like have a couple of those like people probably seen those on twitter but those also like are those are making vx bears that are going to be in a sandbox ecosystem so you literally buy land create your own like island or your own i don't know your shop your village everything whatever you want to do it's like your own metaverse you can create like the real world in that thing and people pay money for plots of land there because other people are also using that so it's like snoop dog isn't snoop dog have like millions of dollars of, of digital land <laughs> yes yeah, new dog's got mad real estate snoop dog has so many <laughs> nfts too. snoop dog's got like probably one of the best collections ever but it's just crazy to think that like facebook's going to be doing this too so i wonder and i really do think about this now is Facebook going to be doing that kind of situation where like you need a Facebook NFT or you need to buy plots of land in a Facebook metaverse? Like I was talking with you about this just before the podcast. WeWork is like this physical office space. And if you think of it in like a, a rose colored glasses, like think of it like an incubation cube where like people can connect together and companies are worked on together yeah. and you rent space out in the real world. Do you rent space out in the digital world for the same community? Right. Cause like being physical and being digital is the same thing. So like do we pay $5 for digital coffee? Those are all questions I'll definitely have it. And we'll, we'll see how that well, goes. Gucci or someone sold, I think it was Gucci or, or one of those fancy bags sold the digital bag for more than what it costs in real life, you know? And, and, yeah, and I mean, everyone laughs at that, but even my, my wife, as she was leaving, she's like, I like the real world, you know, and I do too. But I think the reality is even if you don't like it, this is the direction of the world. And, and I'll, I'll acknowledge that for sure. It's definitely. Moving. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think that it's going to have a lot of combat against it. Like, I think people will not just readily be so happy to go in the metaverse. And like, I, I just don't know how a lot of people are going to like trend. I think Facebook makes it like calm for them. It makes it like secure and safe, even mm -hmm. even though Facebook is like not like that as a company, right? Like the Cambridge Analytica and all these other things that happen that, you know, Facebook with their data and ethics but I do think that people will still rather use Facebook for a metaverse than something on Web3 that doesn't have like security and verification. Even if it's ethically a little compromised to a lot of people, is it like securely compromised? Maybe, but they're not going to assume it that way, right? Like Facebook is already one of the biggest companies in the world. So the pedigree is, is there, I guess. And so I think that'll actually open the doors a lot more to people who maybe you own Facebook and you're like, oh, what is this meta thing? And then so I think that Facebook's definitely owned by probably the the 50% the uh, you know above the median age of our podcast more than the 50% below and just because of that right like knowing that they're moving so big into that and if they've owned Facebook for 5 or 10 years that's going to encourage them themselves to just get into uh you know like web3 crypto and and really figure out what the company that they're holding now does and i think that's going to be a really big eye opener for a lot of people because if you see a company that you've believed in for like years and years if you're one of these long term holders of Facebook like my mom has Facebook from like ever Right. And she's like, that's really cool that they're getting in the metaverse. Like, I'm glad that they're moving towards the right direction. So at first she was obviously skeptical of all this stuff. I talked to her for quite a while to get her on the same page with me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think people will become more of, I believe in like online digital commerce, digital worlds, digital interactions more just by having it presented to them by something they already know. It's, it's important that you brought up security, right? That is paramount in everyone's minds, you know, as you'd see with Apple and everything that we're doing, CrowdStrike, you see all these companies like security as we become more and more digital is going to be the most important thing, right? And, and 
you do kind of have that trust in money and someone that you can sue, right? A lot of these cryptos are kind of high in the sky or different countries are headquartered. And so, you know, people want to have that trust and Facebook's already invested 5 billion this year so far in security, right? And they're not just making a small bet. They clearly are changing their ticker symbol. They're changing their entire company name. They're hiring over 10,000 employees across the EU. And it's really interesting. Like the, the, the reason I was pounding this so much is because I was in e-commerce, right? And my wife, I see how much she is actually returning constantly. So I was like, oh my God, all retailers would love to A, not pay for actual physical store, B, not have to pay for those returns to you know even compete somewhat with Amazon, right? And so being able to try clothes on in this digital metaverse, and why do I need to walk past a Sephora? I'm not interested in that. So I can go into Avi's playpen or Avi's mall, and I can see all the stores that I like. I can go to the food court. I can go to the grocery store and pick out and see what these you know items look like before I order a delivery food. I can take a look you know, at their restaurant and I can actually see what that food looks like before I buy. So it, it's actually insane. I know you were talking about the Luxottica. They're doing these smart glasses, which Google kind of tried that, you know, and, and failed. But now this is 10 probably years later now that Luxottica with Ray-Ban partnering with Facebook to actually have that first generation smart glass. So you were talking about like the concerts with Fortnite. So this is already happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. obvious. I mean, if you really think about the fact that I went on Fortnite to watch Marshmallow, Travis Scott perform in Fortnite. Like it's hilarious because these people get so hyped up about these events. And this was like a while ago. Like I used to like buy skins on Fortnite. And like I've said that before and like people do spend money to interact in these worlds and look how they want to look and, and be able to see performances of concerts. It's like, that's just the tip, tip, tip of the iceberg. So one of my buddies was talking to him yesterday and he showed me this music video, one of our favorite artists. And it was like zoo. And he's playing on a moving train. And I was like, that's super cool. And I was like, why is he doing this though? He's like, well, this was live and people were tuning in to him and the band playing on a moving train. And it was like, entire thing was like perfectly videotaped and there were outward shots of the train and everything. I thought it was like super cool because even though we weren't there, they were only playing for us and you knew it was live. So like, it was like, it's not really about what is your experience. It's like what you think you're experiencing, right? So like- we were watching him play live to us. It just, we weren't like there. And so it was like pretty crazy to think about the fact that so many people watched that. And it was like very, very hyped event. And the only reason why it's once again, it it sticks through of that. I like playing this type of music, or I like playing this type of game, or I like interacting in this type of way online. And so the people who like doing those things in various ways, will just find a bunch of new cool ways to do that in web three. And I just wonder how Facebook's going to help that. Like, Is Oculus Rift just going to be like the, are we going to get like an Oculus Rift NFT or token to be able to go to certain places in the metaverse? Is it going to be a public or private metaverse? Like I, I really just, I want to see how they build it out because I think the possibilities are endless. They have 60 billion in cash. They could buy just a gargantuan amount of amazing web three metaverse. They could buy sandbox, right? And that's what they should do. I would literally buy sandbox. And if they're really serious, they should buy sandbox. I think what you're saying is interesting, right? You think there's a finite amount of seats in a stadium to watch your favorite artists or your game. Like why can't everyone go ahead and sit courtside with these Oculus? You know, so the amount of areas you can go to, and I'm happy you brought this up. We talked about uh, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, and the Oculus thus far. Workplace, I won't touch on that too much. It's, it's kind of 
I don't know. I personally can't associate Facebook. That's like where people go to distract themselves from work, <laughs> but they are starting <laughs> to move in there. And, and I'm sure that will catch on, you know, and that may be a part of their revenue stream as well down the road here with this metaverse. But talking about the payments, you know, looking at Novi. So this is their digital wallet, which is again, this blockchain based platform. It's going to be challenging the remittance space. So they're going to be fighting against Western digital, being able to actually send money to families. And right now it's available to the US to Guatemala. They're using this stable digital currency called the PAX dollar, which you can hold in the digital wallet and then convert that to the local currency. So that's kind of what we were super excited about Square having that technology a while back. But Facebook's ultimately going to actually use their own cryptocurrency, DM, uh, to actually start to use some of that. And I can see this world, right, where you go in and you now can pay with the DM coin, right? And I go to the store and I start using that. And so if they have massive scale and massive adoption, that's kind of this whole thesis behind any of these coins. I think the biggest rebuttal people are like, okay, cool. Can you use it in a store? Can you use it for things? Like what does all these dodgy doge coins even <clears throat> mean, right? And if you can actually start to use some of this within a world and this our fake world metaverse that we're living in, they may have the infrastructure up to be, the biggest company in the world. I think like, I actually think they're going to go on and be the biggest company in the world. If, if they can deliver on this, which I, I think they can, they could, they have the potential to definitely become the biggest company in the world. In my opinion. Uh, I mean, that's such a big thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. I, I, I truthfully believe it. I mean, this is a few years down the road, I think, but if, if they're, they, they just didn't start this yesterday. They're talking about it yesterday, but this is why I was founding it. I knew about it, you know, a year ago, they started talking about it more publicly, but this has been going on for, for five to 10 years. I'm so sure are you telling me that you were in 4D and I was just sitting in 3D on like a plane looking at myself? You're in, in SPAC attack nation, you know, which I, you know, sure they were going nuts, but I just, you know, maybe I'm older and maybe I'm, you know, a little more, uh, you like, stable, Zuck. you do like logically because <laughs> you like Zuck. I know. I, 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 I respect Zuck. You know, I, I, I don't, I actually forever, I couldn't buy it. Cause I was just like, Oh, this guy yeah, makes me cringe. That's the thing is, yeah. It's, it's tough. It's tough to like, I think a lot of people would like Facebook if there was a different CEO, the inverse of Musk, like Musk steps down Tesla, gets cut in half that day. Yeah, it, it will literally get cut in half. I got to read this uh, quote out here from Facebook and I, or sorry, Meta, <laughs> and pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely the whole reason why this is a fantastic play for the company. And I'll break it up into parts like just like Facebook's doing. Yeah, triple entendre. I got to stop. Under this reporting structure, we will provide revenue and operating profit for two segments. The first segments, family of apps, will include Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, and other services. The second segment, Facebook Reality Labs, will include augmented and virtual reality-related hardware, software, and content. As Mark noted, we expect our investment in FRL to reduce our overall operating profit in 2021 by about 10 billion, so pennies. We are committed to bringing this long-term vision to life, and we expect to increase our investments for the next several years. So they're like, all right, we got 60 billion in cash. We free We make like 10 billion a quarter or whatever. We make a ton of money all the time. Let's just keep plowing it into Facebook reality labs. And so what's going to happen here? And the reason why it's so nice is that people are going to be able to see two different revenue segments. So even if Facebook as just like the, the family of apps and Instagram doesn't just keep growing and growing and growing quickly and like starts to stall out because there are only five, like 8 billion people 
So well, that kind of thing is, is definitely a, a possibility. Like I think they'll continue to innovate and, and there'll be more users for different apps that they buy along the way. But I don't think that people are really going to be focusing on that for a while. Like you want to see how fast this Facebook Reality Labs is going to grow. What if Facebook Reality Labs grows at 600% this year, right? Like who knows? There's, there's just nothing to really like base it off of because they're, this is not a, a big thing for them in the last 10 years. It's, it's like right now, like this is when people are like, oh, these are available. Like before you could buy the Oculus Rift and you're like, that's cool. But now it's like, okay, Metaverse is here. Like, what can I do? Where can I spend? Where can I hang out? What can I do for shopping? You're on vacation. Like, you have right, yeah, you a can... flight where you're going to chill on the beach and you're fake towel. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's going to happen. It, it, it's, yeah, I mean, I, but it's sad. <laughs> I don't want, I like life. I like regular life, but it's going to happen. I mean, regular life is here to stay, like no matter what. I just know that there's so many people in my generation and like there's another one under me now. I'm getting old. There's a bunch of these kids that are just like, they game all the time or like their businesses are like, right. They do drop shipping or they do like they friends of mine flip PS4 is like people do all these things that they're going to be doing that Mm -hmm. online more and more. Like you don't even need to touch a PS4 if you flip it, right. You can just go and hang out with people and flip your PS4s in the metaverse and ship it to them. So if you just think it's just, it's not about like real life or fake life. It's about being able to connect anytime you want anywhere you want, any way you want. I think honestly, and I'm just going to go for a little rant here. I think the best, the best thing about all this is it's like going to break down so many barriers between men and women, between races, like all these different things are going to become less and less important, right? Because if I'm walking around in a dinosaur costume in the metaverse, or I'm walking around as a grizzly bear eating honey, you're not going to judge me on my gender or the color of my skin or my political like ideologies, right? You're going to judge me. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. But but (laughs) there's something beautiful to say for the fact of, you know, people want to be connecting all over the world. And there's more and more of these, of these, like trying to be like communities and accepting. And I think this is the coolest part about it. I've really not seen many spaces where you don't get these discrepancies and like these disparities between people. It's like very cool that NFTs are being, I think the perfect staple for just a connected community and, and, and crypto in general. So Facebook hopefully will make that a really positive thing for the world. Because imagine like I come to you as a T-Rex, it doesn't matter whether I'm a man or a woman, like I get the job as a T-Rex. And it doesn't matter like the color of my skin. I'll get the job as a T-Rex, right? So like, it's cool because you're now being able to just (laughs) go forward in life without having to worry about anything like that. Or even you're like, you know, how much money you have. If you have a laptop, you have a seat at the sandbox, right? Yeah. And like, that's the thing. I would not hire you unless you showed up in a T-Rex costume. Right. Well, I mean, but it's, it's so beautiful to see that now we're at a place where we can just all connect and do commerce and, and interact and make money. And also have fun at the same time, because that's, I mean, that's what the world's supposed to be. Like you have society that has these shackles on you that don't let you get the maximum rewards. Like most people can't invest in private startups. That's horrible because like you have to have be an accredited investor, net worth of a million or make 200,000 income a year. And then think about why those people get rich because the rich can get richer because they already are rich, right? If you have money, you can make a lot of more money because the game is built for that. And so the Mm -hmm. cool thing about this is like, if there's like a sick, if you make a sick candle lobby, and you go on like Facebook marketplace right now, like maybe you'll sell some in your area. Cool. But if you go in Facebook reality labs in their VR world and you're like, I have this candle, like, yeah, you can't smell it, but like here, look at it, like read about it, whatever. 
like you will probably be able to sell that candle, right? I think it's cool that people are just going to start transacting. Like we started at bartering and like maybe the metaverse does that because that's what NFTs do. People send NFTs back and forth with like arbitrary dollar value. Commerce is happening. Transactions are happening. And it's just where, where? Do you think that uh, if you're in a virtual mall, they'll still have those guys come up and before you know it, you have lotion on your hands and like, is, are those guys still going to exist <laughs> in the metaverse? <laughs> like if you go to France, right, there's people always coming up to you trying to sell you flowers. They'll probably be like, Dude, those things will be, I think it's just the real world is going to go online. Those are like that. Tony, you got to take a quick break here to shout out our sponsors over at Masterworks. They're having some breaking news recently. They were shown on CNBC and Bloomberg. Just got a series A of $110 million. We were interviewing Scott Lynn a few months ago. Yeah, I mean, that was very cool. And it was it's funny because like this is all kind of happening at the same time. People are just paying more attention to art, right? And I know people want to diversify. They like the physical art and they like the digital art and they like all these different kinds of art. I think it's just the new buzzword, right? It's like creativity and art. And so it's very cool to see that there's ways for people to buy into projects that are going to be here forever as well, right? Like by being so bullish on digital art these days, it does not mean I'm bearish on real like physical art because what inspired the digital art, right? So like OGs stay forever. So I think it's very cool. Like Avi, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you one share of a Monet painting for your birthday. Appreciate that. So the Masterworks is obviously a place where you can get that Monet, as Tony was talking about, a Basquiat, Warhol, whoever your favorite artist is. They're doing incredible things. I may actually buy you a uh, share of a Warhol as well, <laughs> how, how out there you are in this world. So if you want to follow our lead, check out masterworks.com. We're giving everyone priority access. So you don't need to do that wait list that they you know, the peons that do not listen to pounding the table have to do go to masterworks.io backslash table and you'll get to the front of the line. So it is Halloween weekend, Tony. So, you know, we got to bring one thing and one thing only. Do you know what that is, Tony? No clue, Avi. Not a, not a clue. It's small. Oh, it's actually smaller than small. That's because it is a mini monster. (laughs) So this is another one from my digital boy, Navid, a Twitter friend of mine. He's the guy that got me into algo for crypto. This company called Evolve Technologies. So the ticker symbol is EVLV. It's about $5.69 a share. This is a company that I'm really excited about what the product does. I know the revenues are very early. So that's why we want to you know, tell everyone this is a very much a mini monster, right? It may take a few years, but Those are the things you kind of want to get on these guys early. And so what these guys are doing is as you walk into any event, they can actually track to see very quickly using the x-ray and AI to understand if you have a knife, a gun, a bomb, whatever it may be in real time. So we got investments by Motorola, Bill Gates, Data Collective. Their (laughs) clients are the Tennessee Titans, as I mentioned, their stadium, Georgia Aquarium, Wrigley Field. Six Flags, Space Needle, New York Presbyterian. So you're starting to see like the optionality of everything needs security, right? Especially with everything that's going on, people feel like a little unsafe. So it's going to be beyond security, which we'll get into in just a second. But think about like arenas, hospitals, stadiums, theme parks, casinos, schools, ticketed venues, really anything. And they have several products, right? So it's not just going to be that. They're also going to be tracking like biometrics. I'm sure you guys have been to the airport. Delta has those like scanners that are looking at your eyes, health screen, health security. Again, this is this new world we're we're moving towards where you're literally going to be able to like scan your body and they'll know everything about your health, your weapons. If you have your crowd intelligence, understanding who's in the arena, so this is a lot of big brother technologies that are starting to, to take place. And 
looking a little bit like uh, a country out there, you know, more or less. So yeah, we won't get into all that, but yeah, uh, this is an interesting business for sure that I'd put on your radars to say the least. They are very small today in terms of their Q2 revenue. It's 4.5 million. That is though, again, talking about what we said before, that's like 590% year on year and their TCV total contract value. So it's a lot of these are multi-year deals, right? Is 10.9 million. So that's up 361%. The addressable market is massive. So about 20 billion today. And in 2025, it will actually be a hundred billion. So as I mentioned, there's a multitude of different areas that they can use this. It is super early. I think it's definitely like gonna be a trend that you keep seeing like over time. And I just, my only question obviously is do they have this for the digital world? I was thinking that too, is like, do we short Uber if people don't need rides to the airports or rides to their friend's house anymore? It's like, that's, that potentially could happen down the road. And like, yeah, I mean, that's, do you need that's, these if you're yeah, yeah. entering somewhere digital? That, I mean, it's a good point for sure. I didn't, um, mean, to blow, I didn't mean to blow up the entire mini monster with one thing. No, to it's, it's good. I think that's a good point. This is an interesting episode to say the least, got super mad. Uh, let's take a quick look at earnings next week before we leave them pounders with Tony's thoughts of the week. Monday before the open, we got Trivago, we got Chegg, we got Simon uh, Property Group. So that's an interesting one that we've talked about for sure. On Tuesday before the open, we got Pfizer, BP, Under Armour, ConocoPhillips, Marathon, Estee Lauder. After the close, we got apps, so Digital Turbine, Activision, Blizzard, Zillow Group, another one that Riley Rippers, he, he's loving Zillow recently, T-Mobile, and Amgen. And on, on Wednesday, we got CVS Health, Norwegian Cruise Lines, EXP Realty. That was the one we talked about a long time ago. I know we, we haven't touched on it lately. Roku after the close, Skills after the close. Let's see what happens there. Fastly, Etsy. And then on Thursday, we got Moderna, Viacom. Nicola, Lightspeed, Square after the close with Pinterest, Uber, Airbnb, Mercado Libre, Peloton, Net with Cloudflare. Wow, this is a crazy week. And then yeah, Friday, we got DraftKings, Coinbase. Uh, and that seems about it from what we kind of talk about. But holy shit, this is, this is another crazy week. Is this like the, the Super Bowl after party or something? I don't know, man. I think it's like the World Series of Earnings and everyone's still hanging around. I think another so. seven games. That's what's going on here. Yeah. All I right. mean, it's going to be definitely a hectic week. Yeah, Avi, I only have really one thing to leave the Pounders with. Living in an island pound, a table, can't believe those you did that are all over now they've done it for everyone yeah i really i really can't believe you did that i was shocked to see that but it was incredible um <laughs> just thought we'd have a little laugh here on behind the table <laughs> obviously you guys can't see this right now but he's crying behind I'm the microphone i'm crying all uh, right well that does it for this week's of pounding the table all right with that being said Bobbers, it is saturday get out and get your uh ghoulish halloween on for sure <laughs> and uh we will see you here next week again with pounding the table that's a big move big money big moves that's a big move i'm making big moves that's a big move Big money, big moves. That's a big move. Yeah. Make a play, don't talk about it. Master P, I'm about it, about it. This one here for all that try to count me out and they still counting. Honestly, I never doubt it. Say the top is never crowded. Well, I'm trying to climb the mountain till I need a few accountants. Sock is rising, perfect timing. I'm in Brickle with the tribe. Shawty sliding, she want sushi, she want eel sauce for the rice. I just peel off with the light, took her heels off for the ride. Don't
say real talk, this a lie. I'm a real one, I provide, yeah. Drip on a hundred.